Hey there, Cozy Babe, and welcome back to the Cozy Babes Club. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor, and this week we are going to be talking about winter wellness. I know. Okay, bestie, listen, I know that it is only like the first week of November. Okay, I, I get it. I understand. I'm here for it. Um, I Let me explain just a little bit. <laughs> let me explain what's, what is my thought process on this, because don't get me wrong. I am one for seasonal change. I am one for like celebrate summer when it's summer, celebrate spring when it's spring, celebrate winter when it's winter. Obviously, autumn is not over in not everywhere. In some hemispheres, it's springtime right now, right? And it's like about to be summer. But here's the thing. Where I live, and y'all know this if you've listened to the past few episodes, autumn really starts in some places as early as July. And then like for me where I live, I felt like it was like mid-August when I really started to see the leaves change. And I was like, whoa, it actually is like fall. And now as I'm recording this, we're like technically at like peak fall. By the time you hear it, we're going to be obviously into November, but it's like peak autumn right now where I live. And I already know because I've lived in this location for coming up on a year now that it's going to feel like winter outside the second the first week of November rolls around. That is just how it is here. It gets really cold. It gets really gray. And we don't have the same like autumn colors outside. All of the trees kind of lose their leaves because we have an early harvest here that I already know I'm going to be in the winter fields. So on top of that, on top of that, I deal with seasonal depression and I feel like I didn't really deal with it too heavily until I moved out this way. And I think that's normal. You know, it's, I live where it's pretty much gray skies every single day for all of winter. And it's rough. It's so rough. In fact, that when I eventually become a multimillionaire claiming that energy, I'm literally going to have a condo in Florida just so that during the time after Christmas, after Yuletide, I can go and be where the sun is until springtime because it affects me that much. But I feel like I have found some things to kind of combat, combat, combat the energy a little bit. And I want to share those things with you today. And I'm also really excited because I have so many announcements to get to first before we even dive into all of the tips and tricks and what I kind of do to, you know, combat the seasonal blues, the wintry blues, and also like just in general getting cozy for winter. Okay, we're going to cover that a lot today. But I wanted you just to know where I was coming from with like, really, Chloe, it's the first week of November and you're going to drop winter content on us. Are you serious? Right now, it's still autumn. The first day of winter technically, I think, is like December 21st, at least where I live. It might be the first day of summer for some of y'all. But uh, it just like, so it's that, number one, we get an early harvest. Number two, I'm just a big believer in cozy spaces. Obviously, my podcast is literally called the Cozy Babes Club. <laughs> I'm a big believer in cozy spaces. And when you have the option to have your living room lit by a Christmas tree, why would you not want to do that? Like, there is no rule. There is no rule that says you have to wait until December 1st, especially because I don't celebrate Thanksgiving if I was home with my family, I would celebrate out of tradition, but because I, it's just me and my husband, and we both think that that is a colonizer's holiday, so we just don't celebrate it. Um, because of that, it's just like, 
to me, it, we go straight into the Yuletide. Like we don't do Thanksgiving. We go from Halloween to Christmas and we technically both celebrate Yuletide, but I use the terms Yuletide or Yule and Christmas interchangeably. Just for me, that's like, I feel like most people recognize Christmas, uh, but not everybody recognizes Yuletide. So I use those words interchangeably, mostly for ease of understanding. So in any case, to me, November territory is Christmas territory. It is, I'm putting my tree up the second Dia de los Muertos is over, which Dia de los Muertos, I do celebrate. It's November 1st and 2nd. Uh, it is a uh, Mexican tradition. My husband is 100% Chicano. We have uh, tradition, obviously, that come from his side of the family, and we always try to integrate those things. So we do celebrate Dia de los Muertos, but like the second that that is over, it is Christmas in this household. So... <laughs> Um, especially cause we'll be doing a fake tree this year. And so I can put the tree up whenever I feel like it, which is awesome. Uh, but all of that being said, yes, I am a fan of starting the Christmas season as early as humanly possible. It is to me, it's not a bastardization. It's not, I'm trying to speed everything up. It's not even for, um, capitalism's sake, right? It's not for shopping and things like that. It's that I just like my home to feel Christmassy and cozy, especially when it's gray outside and I deal with seasonal depression. I find that like doing that gives me something to look forward to. And on top of that, uh, a third extra bonus thing this year, my sister will actually be visiting me and she'll be here until like the first couple of days of November. So I might even put that tree up a little bit earlier than normal because I think I kind of want to do that with her because that's like she, me and her, uh, maybe I'll see if she wants to guest on the podcast while she's here. Uh, my sister, Cammie, she's fantastic and I love her and I'm so excited that she's coming to hang out with me for Halloween this year. Uh, which if you're listening to this, Halloween will have already passed and she'll have already been here. But um, anyways, all of that being said, that's why I'm bringing you a winter episode. I understand some of y'all are probably like, nah, winter, it's too soon, Chloe. I can't be thinking about that. But I am a fan of starting the winter season early. And I feel like I'm the same way with spring. Like I will celebrate the winter season basically November, December, January. And then February, March, April, I feel like spring actually gets the longest run in my personal calendar. I'll be doing February, March, April, May. That to me, like February gets four months for whatever, or February gets four months. No, no. Spring gets four months for whatever reason. And then we move into summer, June, July, August, half of August, rather the second half of August, I do autumn. You see where this is going. I feel like spring and autumn for me get the most time when I am like decorating and celebrating. So in any case, that's the tea on that. That's why we're, I'm bringing you this episode. And I have so many cool announcements to talk to you about. So last week I mentioned that our merchandise was probably already live. And if you looked in the description, the merchandise was already listed. Um, the Cozy Babes Club merch, it is here. It is official. It's out. You can get your hands on it right now. Uh, it is a sweatshirt that comes in black, maroon, or navy, any of those colors. On the front, it's embroidered over one of the, um, I want to say if you're wearing it, it's on the right hand, like over the right breast. It says Cozy Babe in embroidered lettering. And then on the back, there's a print that says the Cozy Babes Club established 2023. It has the 
olive branch leaves, kind of like university style, and there's a pumpkin in the middle. So this is like our autumn merch, technically. I don't think we're doing a Christmas edition this year. I think it's just too soon for me. I just got the ball rolling on this. Uh, but I do feel like summer 2024, there will be like a summer rendition. And eventually I want to have all four seasons, but because I am the designer, I am the person that orders the samples. Everything is on me. I like, I don't do like the shipping or printing or anything, but I'm the person that has to get the design going and I design them myself. And this took so much time to get it going initially that I just feel I probably will not want to do a Christmas rendition this year, maybe next year, but there will be a summer rendition for those of y'all summer cozy babes. Uh, next year, I'm planning for 2024, a summer rendition. But right now, let's get into that fall rendition, okay? Uh, with the pumpkin, I'm just, so many people have already purchased it. I didn't really, I don't really put a lot of expectation into merchandise, to be honest. Like, I think it's so awesome. I have one, I wear it all the time, but I feel like I always have like such low expectations that I am like shocked when anybody buys it. And so many of you, I think this was like the best launch I've ever had in my entire career of merchandise. So thank you so much to those of you that have already purchased one. I can't wait to see your pictures when you get them. Please, if you've bought one, DM me your photos on Instagram or like tag me in your photos. I promise you I will come and like your photo. Like as long as the your account is public and I can see it, I will like your photo. Like Please post pictures of you and your sweater. I want to see it so bad, uh, especially because I want to see what color you got, because a lot of people surprisingly have not ordered the black one. I thought black would be the most popular. Uh, a lot of people have been really into the maroon color. So um, mine is black. I only have a black one. Eventually, I want to have all three in my collection, but currently I only have black. Uh, but in any case, that was a huge announcement. Um, another announcement that I have for you, I think so many of you are going to be so happy. I finally fucking did the damn thing. Uh, as of the 30th, it was sneaky. Okay. I didn't tell anybody that it was going live. It's been there for a week. As of the 30th, ChloeTaylor.com has a blog that is open to the public now. And, uh, a big part of this episode is actually covered on that blog already. The, like I said, the post has been up for about a week and, uh, uh, I talked to you all about Soup Girl Sunday and what the fuck that's about. We're going to cover that in today's episode. But basically, I've been telling y'all for quite some time that I need to open a blog and the things that I talk about, I need to like make blog posts that correspond with these things. Because for many of you, you're like, Chloe, you talk about these things and then I don't know where to get them. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I always try to link things in the show notes, but I'm not perfect at it. And so I don't know that there will always be a blog post like every week. It's just kind of whenever I have time, that's what I'm going with right now. But yeah, ChloeTaylor.com has a blog. I want to say it's actually called just like blog. I'll link it down below for you, of course, but I want to say it just says blog right now. I was thinking about changing it on the website to calling it like my e-diary or something, something cute like that, um, or like my e-journal or... Uh, but right now there's an, e there's an episode. No, no, my brain, what is wrong with me today? <laughs> right now there is a post that is live over there that basically just goes over kind of a reset checklist. And I also gave you a recipe card that I designed myself. I made myself 
and it is for Soup Girl Sunday. So this kind of segues into our first topic of today that we are going to get into right after hearing a word from our sponsors. So Soup Girl Sunday, what the fuck is that? It is something that I have now invented because I don't see it anywhere else. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. I am coining the term, okay? Go far and wide and spread the word, cozy babes. It is soup. We are having soup girl Sunday. And let me tell you how this evolved, okay? I've been like dying to sit down and record this episode to talk to you about this. So, so many things. Number one, last week I told you that I was having a really hard time getting into my cooking girl era. I was having a really hard time making myself love cooking again. I felt like I was really burnt out on cooking. It was frustrating to me. And what's crazy is I have spent like all of my adult life up until the last like maybe three years loving cooking, loving it, being so excited to do it, being so invested in it. Uh, So much so that when I first started doing things online that wasn't gaming, I was doing recipe content. That was like what I like my, (laughs) my first handle for recipe content was Taurus in the kitchen, which I still think is such a cute branding idea uh, because Tauruses, they're like known for being foodies and I am a Taurus son. Uh, Then I thought it was going to be like Chloe's kitchen. And then it was cozy kale, which also kind of had a food name attached to it. And then eventually we became just Chloe Taylor across the board. That's like, aside from the cozy babes club here, that's like me across the board. And with that though, I've always had a deep love for cooking. I just feel like I kind of lost it for a while. And this idea of soup girl Sunday came to me. I swear to you, it was like having a vision. It wasn't an actual vision, but like, I don't know how else to explain it to you other than when I get ideas that I know I'm meant to pursue, I really trust my intuition and it kind of hits me. I am a generator, by the way, if any of you are into human design, I'm a generator. And so in order for me to feel aligned with something, I get like a lightning bolt through my body and it has to like feel good in my gut. Like that's how my intuition speaks to me directly outside of like Claire audience and stuff. I, for myself, I know when an idea is good because it hits me like a lightning bolt. And this was how like soup girl Sunday was born. Okay. This happened literally like maybe two weeks ago ish. Maybe no, it was it's probably been about a week actually. So soup girl Sunday How this came to me is I was like, I am so motherfucking irritated that I hate cooking. This episode is for those of y'all that also hate cooking, okay? I think I'm actually going to help you solve your problem today. So I was like, I I fucking hate cooking. Like, I just, I don't even know how I lost my love for doing this, but it irritates the shit out of me. Like, I hate that at the end of my day, I have to think about food. It makes me irritated. I would just like to eat a fucking box dinner and be done with it and just go on and do the rest of my evening stuff. And I feel like the only reason I really felt that way is because I didn't have a plan and nothing is more irritating than when you're already hungry and you show up to your kitchen and you're just like, what the hell am I going to make? There's no food here. I didn't plan for this and I don't know what I'm going to do. 
And so that was like problem number one is I kept, this happened for like a couple of years. I would just keep doing this and I wasn't really being very consistent with meal planning. And I also felt really uninspired by the meals I was making because I kept making the same things over and over again. And so like I kept hitting this wall and I would just be so unmotivated to do anything about it. But I honestly feel like talking about it to y'all on the podcast gave me motivation because I always tell y'all I'm resilient as fuck. There is nothing I will take laying down. If I don't like something about my life, I don't sit and stew in victimhood. I will tell myself like, you know what, Chloe, you don't know how you're going to do it yet, but that's it. You just don't know yet. It doesn't mean you don't know. It doesn't mean you're never going to figure it out. You just don't know yet. And the first thing I do when I don't know how to do something is I go straight to youtube.com and I punch in whatever I'm looking for to see if somebody else has already made a video on this that can teach me something. So that's what I did. Okay. I went to youtube.com and I was like, uh, how to love meal planning. That was like first search. And I got a bunch of videos from other women. It was a bunch of women. I don't think I saw any male, like, male representation in the category, which I think says a lot about our society, to be honest, there was zero male representation. Uh, but I found a bunch of ladies that talk about meal planning and how they do it and how they simplify it. And I found that the best thing, it does take some prep. So if you're not ready to sit down with yourself and take some time to prep it out, you may not be ready for this step, but I'm also going to provide these sheets. If you want them, they will be like two bucks on my website. It's not going to be anything crazy. I will provide some sheets that you can download and print for yourself on chloetaylor.com. I'll link them down below. Uh, same sheets that I use, design them myself, but ultimately I just felt like this method blew my mind. It was like nothing I'd ever heard before. And like, this is shit that I nerd out about. Okay. So one person that I listened to was like, what you're going to do is theme every night and not like, Oh, this night's Italian night, because that's what I used to do. I'd be like, okay, this night's Italian. This night's Mexican. This night we're going to do blank. No, 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 no. Not like cultural theming. What you do is okay. Let me tell you my layout. You can change this any way you want to. Monday night is pasta night. And that doesn't mean that it's Italian pasta. It could be udon noodles. It could be rice noodles. It's just pasta night. Monday night's pasta night. Tuesday night is taco night. That doesn't mean that it has to be Mexican inspired tacos. You could do breakfast tacos. That's what I did this week. It was breakfast tacos. Uh, Wednesday night, we do vegan night. So like I have a ton of vegan recipes in my repertoire. In fact, this week, every recipe, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, technically and Sunday, they were all vegan recipes, which like y'all know that I used to be vegan. I'm not anymore. Uh, but I still eat, I would say more than 50% of my diet is still vegan foods. That is like very typical. Um, Mostly because I just love the food. Like, it's good food. I have never understood when people say shit like they don't like vegan food. I'm like, bitch, you don't like a carrot? You don't like a potato? Like, what? <laughs> Anyways, um, so what? where was I at? Wednesday, vegan night. Okay, my husband also, he's not vegan either, but I would say that, like, if I could give us a comparison... I would say I'm like 60-40, like 60% of my diet, maybe even 65-35 is 
vegan foods or plant-based foods and the other percent is not. For him, I would say it's like 85, 85, what is that? 85, 15 for him. Like predominantly he eats more of a vegan diet than I do um, because he just likes that. He prefers that. And we try to make accommodations where we can. So, um, vegan night is Wednesday, no matter what. And we usually do like a recipe that we've loved previously. And I say we, even though I'm doing all the planning, cause it's what I enjoy. Um, it's something that I think I'm good at and I enjoy it. So, which is crazy because you could have asked me this two weeks ago and I would have told you it was bullshit and then I didn't like it, but now I like it. <laughs> so Thursday is crock pot night. And I love that because I feel like by the time Thursday comes around, I'm usually a little tired from my work week and putting a meal in the crock pot today when I'm recording, this is actually a Thursday and I have a meal in the crock pot and it's perfect because I'm doing a lot of like easier work today. I consider podcasting to be pretty easy. I'm doing easier work today and I don't have to think about that meal until way later tonight. So crock pot Thursday, Friday, this one's kind of cute because it's a callback to my childhood. My family used to do something called Aloha Friday when I was a kid and we would get together with another family and do pizza out. And there was like an arcade, which I'm not doing it with another family, unfortunately, not at this time, but, um, and there's no arcade. My husband and I just make homemade pizza. My husband is a fucking master baker. Okay. That sounds hilarious. I feel like that sounds like I was about to say masturbator, um, master space baker. <laughs> he is so good at baking and I'm I'm grateful because I don't like to bake. I love to cook. I hate to bake. Uh, so I'm grateful. I feel like we really balance each other out in that way, but he makes the best pizza crust. I think I have ever had in my life. Like he is so fucking good at it. So he makes the dough. I get all the other stuff ready. Uh, and we do pizza night. So if he works that day, like we just like prep the dough ahead of time and we'll roll stuff out as soon as he gets home. And I'll make sure that like everything's prepped aside from the dough that he's going to roll out. And we just each make our own pizza with our own toppings. And we'll have that for Friday night. It's pizza night. It's Loha Friday. Uh, and then Saturday is like a free for all. It's like whatever you didn't finish during the week, if you had leftovers, you didn't eat, or maybe it's going to be ramen for dinner. You know, we keep like a case of ramen in our, uh, pantry at all times. It's a free for all Saturday's free for all, because it's the day that I clean the kitchen out from the week. If there's stuff in the fridge that needs to go, that we didn't eat, that were leftovers, like literally it's a pile of leftovers for dinner. And then Sunday is soup girl Sunday. And Sunday is the day that I do this all over again. Okay. I plan out the meals for the week. I plan a grocery list around that. And it's soup girl Sunday because number one, I've never seen a Super Bowl in my entire life. Okay. I don't like sports. My husband doesn't like sports. We don't even have cable television. Uh, we are big on YouTube premium. We don't do t cable. We're big on like streaming services instead. So I couldn't even tell you how football works. Like I've been to a few games as a kid. Like I would go and support my high school team. But outside of that, I couldn't even tell you how football works. I don't know shit about football. I don't know shit about any sport. I've never been to a baseball game before. Like I just don't do sports. I think they're really boring. And I have no desire to go and watch a bunch of people toss a ball around. Like it's just not for me. Okay. It could be for you and I'm happy for you, but it's not for me. So 
Um, I've never seen a Super Bowl and I know we're getting into Super Bowl season. Okay. We're getting into football season now. I am uninterested. Um, and usually it's like, oh, Super Bowl Sunday in America. Anyways, I know that's how it is. Super Bowl Sunday. Nah. Um, soup girl Sunday. We're in soup season. If you live where it's cold, it's soup season. And if you live where it's warmer right now and it's springtime for you, uh, it's salad girl season. Okay. It's salad girl Sunday. So for me, soup girl Sunday basically means that I'm having soup for dinner and listen to me, bestie, listen to me. Okay. I will never understand anybody who says they don't like soup. Hear me out. You mean I get to be hydrated and I get to eat in the same fucking bowl? That sounds like an ADHD win for me. I don't have to think about the drink. I can just put it all in one bowl. That's fantastic. So Soup Girl Sunday, it's a new soup every Sunday. And this actually inspired the entire menu for my week because on Sunday, I go and I do my grocery shopping. I replan the meals. And so what's fun about this is every Sunday, because I do genuinely, when I'm in the flow doing this, I like to cook. I actually do. I like to cook. I find it fun. When I have the prep work done and I know what I'm making each night, I'm not frustrated. I actually really enjoy showing up to that task every day. So, and my husband helps me too. I'm not the only one just cooking every single night. If I'm like low energy, he will cook and vice versa. We just go off of the plan that I've created. So the cool thing is though, because I love to cook, I will like, start planning recipes and I will let myself pick a new recipe for Sunday. And so I go and I buy groceries and this is my opportunity to try something brand new. And because the ingredients are fresh and like, we all know how it feels when you meal plan and you have all these high intentions and then you go to make the meal and it just like doesn't sound good. That doesn't have the opportunity to happen to me on Sunday because I have thought about it that day and I've been like, ooh, this kind of soup sounds good. So I will go forth and I will get things for what sounds good that day. Uh, And I also feel like I plan during the week for meals that I always know are going to hit. Like I don't make meals that I'm not happy about ever. I will only make the shit that I think actually sounds good. And I think that also comes from a lot of trial and error and cooking throughout my life and like learning and teaching myself techniques. Like, I don't know if all y'all knew this about me, but I've been to culinary school. Like I didn't graduate, but I took two semesters of culinary school because I love to cook that much when I was younger. So I feel like I also have just done like a lot of trial and error when it comes to cooking. And so I kind of know what I like and what I don't. And my husband also lets me have free reign over this. He like, obviously I take him into consideration. I put like foods that he likes or recipes that his family had made for him. Like I will include those things in. I don't just like make him stuff and be like, well, you get what you get. Um, we always kind of try to, or I always kind of try to make sure that I'm including both of our tastes in there, but 
Soup Girl Sunday, it's like something I look forward to. It's part of my routine now. So I make the the meal sheets. I make the grocery list. I put a little cute outfit on, my little bodysuit that y'all know I'm living in. Um, usually I wear my hair in a clip because Sunday is also hair wash day for me. I only wash my hair once a week and it's on Sunday. So I usually wear my hair in a clip. Um, maybe I'll put my Cozy Babe sweater on over my bodysuit, my tennis shoes, my little Nike shoes. And I wear my headphones to the grocery store because ain't no bitch going to bother me on my grocery grocery run. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I'll put my headphones on if I'm shopping alone, which uh, this weekend, I think my husband actually doesn't work. So he might come with me and I won't be wearing headphones, but um, I'll wear my headphones to the grocery store so nobody bothers me. Uh, and I just kind of like you know, I take it as like a, a labor of love for future Chloe for the, like, I remind myself if I get frustrated, I'm like, listen, Chloe, future Chloe during this week is going to be so grateful that you took this level of care and attention to take care of her. And so far doing this now I'm on week two. This has been so good for me. It has not only improved my mental health even more so, but I feel like I look forward to dinner at the end of my day. It's like the thing that signals work is now over for the day. And now I'm going to get to either a do what I want to do or my, like me and my husband are now going to hang out or like, it just kind of gives this signal to my brain that this is like the start of my wind down for the day is making dinner or having dinner. So um, the thing I also want to add to this, because we're kind of, it's not just Soup Girl Sunday that we're talking about. It's, uh, you know, the meal planning as a whole. I feel like I have also cracked the code because basically every time I cook dinner, before I even sit down to eat, I put out my plate, my husband's plate or bowl, and then I put out Tupperware containers and I split every single dinner into four. So every time I cook, lunch is put away before I even sit down to eat. And that takes care of lunch being irritating for me. If there are no leftovers or I've made something that's just like a little too small, uh, we also keep soy lent on hand. That's something that I just really like in a pinch. It's a meal replace shake. Uh, we have a rotating schedule that gets delivered one to two times a month. Uh, banana is the best flavor. No, this is not sponsored. I just really, really love their shakes. They're like not grainy at all. And they're vegan. And I just find that amazing. And I don't usually like banana flavored anything, but this banana shake is the bomb. So I usually have those on hands for lunches if I can't make it work. Uh, and it just like simplifies the whole thing. And then for breakfast every week, I just make sure I buy stuff to have two different kinds of breakfast every day. So like I always have a choice for breakfast in the morning of, you know, do I want eggs and an English muffin or do I want sausage and eggs? Or I could also have a Soylent for breakfast if that's what I'm feeling. I don't have to cook. Uh, that kind of simplifies things. But to be honest with you, I don't always eat three meals a day. A lot of times I eat lunch and dinner and I don't eat breakfast at all. Uh, I go in phases with that though. There are time periods where I'm like really rigorous about always having breakfast and times where I'm just not feeling it. And currently I'm in kind of a, eh, I'm not really feeling it energy. So in any case, that is how I've kind of solved my lack of cooking. I gave myself a plan and I was like, listen, you're going to do this for at least the next 21 days and you're going to see what happens because 
like I've told you before, I don't let shit go. I don't. And not like a, I can't forgive people or let things go, but I always tell y'all I'm resilient as fuck. If there's something in my life that I don't like, I will be a little bit upset about it for a minute. And then I ask myself, what can I do to change it? Because there is nothing that I hate more y'all, nothing. And y'all know this from my tarot card readings. Y'all know this from the things that I talk about. I can't stand a do nothing bitch. I cannot fucking stand it. I cannot stand sitting in victim mentality and insisting that you can't do anything about your situation. It's something that frankly, I'm not saying I don't have a moment. I'm not saying I don't have a day. I'm not saying I haven't had weeks where I have sat in victim mentality. But the one thing about me that you will always know is I will never pack my life up and live in that ever ever, ever, ever. I will never tell myself I can't change something because I feel like, especially in the age of information that we are so lucky to have, you can learn anything, literally anything. If there is anything, like if you feel like your money mindset is fucked up, you can go on YouTube and be like, um, heal money mindset. And just see what comes up. What have other people before you that have already healed done? And can you try some of those techniques out? Um, if, if you deal with like, honestly, even when it comes down to like, I'm only speaking from experience. This is not like professional advice. So please don't take it as that. But even when I've dealt with like really bad anxiety, I have literally looked up trauma resources and worked on things by myself And I've also worked with therapists in conjunction. And I have to tell you from my own experience, I'm not knocking therapy. I actually think therapy, if you can afford it, is so incredible. Everybody should speak to a therapist when they need it. Uh, But I honestly feel like a lot of the stuff that I've done on my own has worked better. And I think that's just because I'm a really fucking resilient person. And a lot of my life experiences have given that to me. But In any case, I feel like I'm getting carried away with that topic and we need to bring it back. But soup girl, I'm in my soup girl era. I'm in my cooking girl era. Bring soup girl Sunday to your, to your life. See if it doesn't change your life. Like I said, if you want the sheets that I have made, uh, they will be available on my website. I have one where I like write all of my meals down and then there's like a grocery split. And then I also have just like a blank calendar that I like to use. You don't have to print them out and fill them in. You can also put them on like, if you have your phone or, uh, you can put them on. I really like using my iPad and using, I think it's called good note, good note five. It's free, I believe, but good note is just really awesome. Like you can put digital images onto your iPad and then write on them. And I do that a lot too. And then I will print what I have digitally written and like put it on my fridge so my husband can see it too. And he kind of knows what's up for the month or week. So that's the tea on that. Get into your soup girl era. If you need some recipes, you can head to chloetaylor.com, go to my blog. And I gave you the soup that I did on the first soup girl Sunday. It's my own original recipe. Uh, It was made up from like studying a few other people's recipe and then making my own changes to it. Uh, There's a plant-based option or a non-plant-based option, depending on what you're into. It works both ways. Uh, I made a stuffed pepper soup that fucking blew my mind. Okay, this shit was so good. I was considering making it again this Sunday, but... 
yeah, get into your soup girl era. It's soup girl season. Embrace the soup girl season. Um, I also feel like that's just good for like cozying up anyways, like having nice hot meals that you plan for yourself. Like it's just a good way to get yourself inspired again. So moving on, <laughs> finally. This is such a small mention, but I feel like because as I told you, I'm now getting into my Christmas Christmas season stuff. Uh, I do feel like refreshing your space a little bit, especially if you deal with the blues during the colder months out of the year. Uh, I like to change my like pillowcase covers. We kind of covered all of the things that I would change in a previous episode that was like cozying up your space for autumn. It was a more recent episode that I did, but I basically do the same thing. I change out pillows. I change out blankets. I change out like, obviously I, I have like a lit autumn tree that I keep in my space. Y'all have seen it. If you've watched the uh, tag video I put out on YouTube more recently, there's like a tree in my background. I keep that out in my living room, usually not in my office. So I put that away. I bring my Christmas tree out. Um, you know, just things like that. I, I swap my mugs out in my house. I put the autumn mugs away, bring the Christmas mugs out. Uh, I buy my pump or not pumpkin spice. I buy my peppermint creamer. Finally, I'll like buy that from the store if it's available. So just things like that. I might keep like candy canes out. Um, I just kind of like to redecorate and kind of reorder my space for the holiday season. Uh, the next thing though, is this one, you know, if you have a little bit, you know, if you've got a little bit of extra money, which I know in fucking this economy, most of us probably don't. I fully get it. Paying for is my friend. Um, I am going to recommend treating yourself because I am just like, especially during these months, I feel like everybody deserves a little treat. Okay. Everybody does. All of us girlies, we deserve treats. And the thing I'm going to recommend to you is number one, an ice roller. Okay. I don't know if I've ever covered ice rollers except for, for anxiety on this podcast, but they also just leave you so snatched. Like, I don't think I was a firm believer in ice rolling until I actually got the one from the skinny confidential, not sponsored. Just love it. Uh, this ice roller, I'm not going to lie to you. It's better than the plastic one. I'm sorry. I had a plastic one for a couple of years. She was great. That one from the Skinny Confidential that everybody knows about. If you don't know about it and you're living under a rock, it's, you can literally just search Skinny Confidential Ice Roller and it will come up. It's pink and it says the Skinny Confidential on it. It's got an aluminum roller instead of a... It's got an aluminum roller instead of a plastic roller. She just is the moment. She is the moment. She is worth the hype. She is worth the price tag, okay? I was not a believer. I was not a believer, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's a little too insane for that. That costs way too much. And nope, I finally got my hands on one. I am a believer. Uh, that to me is a great treat. I feel like in the winter time in particular, especially if you do deal with anything with your mental health, because uh, we know that scientifically speaking, uh, when you activate the, I believe it's the vagus nerve is how it's pronounced. I've heard it pronounced a few different ways, but uh, ice can actually stimulate that and it can help you basically calm down if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety or um, for me, it really helped me with panic attacks. I would use my ice roller when I was panicking. So 
a big fan of the ice roller. Treat yourself. If you don't have one, the plastic one works. I just feel like the one from the Skidding Confidential is better. If you have the, the cash flow money to spend on it, I recommend. Uh, secondarily, get yourself a nice pair of Christmas PJs, okay? Everybody deserves Christmas PJs. I feel like I don't even think I got myself a new pair last year. And this year, I don't think they've dropped yet. I'm waiting patiently. I am going to treat myself to a pair of Skims pajamas. It's something I've always wanted. It's something that I feel like I have yet to receive. It's been on my vision board. I think this year she's going to treat herself to Skims, okay? I love um, their robes are super nice. Big Stan. Uh, I'm going to treat myself though to some PJs. I'm kind of hoping fingers crossies that they're going to bring back the brown and black plaid pajamas because shit you not, I will buy my husband and I both a pair this year. I already told y'all in a previous episode that brown is my color for 2024. I feel like it is my birthright to have these pajamas. That's what I will be treating myself to. Possibly a couple pairs. We'll see. But that's what I'm going to recommend though for just like getting more winter cozy is going to be ice rollers and PJs. Uh, the next thing I feel like is really important though. And that is if you deal with seasonal depression, the way that I do, please, please, please. Like as you are inside your house more, please make virtual dates with your friends and family. I feel like for me, I got burnt out on this for a while because I felt like from gosh, from the time I was like 19, I had been doing a lot of my relationships virtually. And so when everybody else got on board in 2020 with it, I was like, y'all, I've literally been here for 10 years doing this. Like this to me is so normal to have virtual dates. Most of my friends are virtual. I don't like, I don't have a lot of in-person connection, but I feel like when it gets colder and you don't leave your house as much, whether it's because of snow, um, I myself am a disabled girly and walking around on ice and snow really scares me because I've had, um, a lot of corrective like hip surgery and I'm always afraid of falling, especially on ice. So I feel like I in particular really stay in, in the winter. Uh, but I think something that brings joy to me is having those plans. Okay. So what I like to do is especially with like my sisters, I feel like I do it with them the most. Um, I'll hit up all of my sisters, which I have four of them, uh, three of them living, but I hit all of them up and I tell them, Hey, let's do a like sit down chit chat or let's do like a game day or cause I think all of us have game consoles as well. So like we all have like a switch and can play games together. Um, but excuse me, I will hit everybody up and be like, Hey, you know, two weeks from this day, let's get together and hang out and let's do, let's play like Mario party. Let's play Mario Kart. Let's just sit and talk. I miss you all. And usually everybody will agree to do it. And we'll have just like a little virtual hangout, just the four of us. Uh, I also do this with friends sometimes too, like as of right now, but I think by the time this episode's live, it won't be anymore. Y'all know I'm a big fan of Dead by Daylight. It's probably my most played video game. I have something crazy. I think I'm at like 1500 hours in the game at this point. Uh, on a weekly basis, I get together with one of my best friends and we sit and we play Dead by Daylight for two to four hours. So like, that's nice. We just sit in a call and on Discord and we just play the game and it's really nice. And it's just like something I look forward to during my week. 
Uh, same with just like virtual get togethers anyway, instead of <clears throat> just like calling my parents, I might FaceTime my parents or, uh, just like making sure that I'm like having that human to human connection. I have one set of local friends that I will also get together. They'll either come here or I'll go to their house and we'll have dinner together. So just making sure that I have some kind of social plan at least once per week, I think really helps me. So I'm always going to recommend that to everyone. And if you don't feel like leaving the house, like set up a virtual date. Okay. Now this one, again, in this economy, I recognize that this will not be everybody's cup of tea, but something else that I just think really, really helps me is planning a trip to look forward to. So for me, I like to visit my family. I went like six or seven years without seeing most of my family. Okay. I didn't travel home to see anyone for a really long time. And I went home last February for the first time. I think it was in like six years. And it was such a good experience for me as an adult that I've kind of decided once per year, I want to make that trek by myself and just like make it something that I do consistently. I really prefer to do the trip solo. Like my husband's family lives out in the same area as well, but I feel like for me, it's good for me to go out without him. Like not just to see my family, like no matter who I was going to go see, if I wanted to go see a friend or something, it's good for me to have a solo trip without him. And I feel like this was the first time I'd really done that in many, many years last year. And it was so healthy and so good for me and good for our relationship that I was like, I feel like I need to do this every year. (laughs) So um, I am planning, you know, a trip that I'm looking forward to is to go and see my family eventually again. And it's something that I not only do I like plan it, book it ahead of time so I know it's coming, but I will on iPhone, if you, I don't know how you can do it if you're on Android, unfortunately, I can't help you. But uh, if you have, I want to say it's Widget Smith. I don't know if this comes pre-installed on the phone because I've had it for so long or if it's something you have to install, but look for Widget Smith and you can actually add countdowns to your home page. I always make mine with a picture of whatever I'm going to be doing. So like if I'm going to my hometown, I'll put in a picture of my hometown or like of a person that I'm going to see when I go. Right now, as I'm recording this, my sister's coming to visit me in like six days and it's a picture of me and her with a six day countdown. So that kind of always gives me something to look forward to, especially if I am feeling down. So I always recommend that, you know, just having a trip, even if it's like six months from now or eight months from now, or it's like your one trip of the year and it's going to be like 11 months from now. I feel like it gives you something to look forward to on the days that it feels really hard. So, you know, just plan a trip to look forward to. It always gives me something to look forward to. So I like it. And then last but certainly not least, I know this won't apply to everybody because not everybody's an entrepreneur, but I really like to plan my work schedule accordingly. So right now, uh, I think we've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, but right now I am two weeks ahead of my work schedule. And that feels really good. I love that I'm never down to the wire. I'm always putting videos out and y'all have noticed because there's more uploads that go out, but 
The thing is, the reason I put myself ahead like that is because if I have a day in my schedule where I feel like I'm just having a bad mental health day and I want to take a break, when you're an entrepreneur, nobody pays for your sick leave. You pay for your sick leave. So uh, I have made it to where I can stretch those videos. If I wanted to take three weeks off from recording content, I could. I could drop down to one video a week And I could take those four videos that I have scheduled out for two weeks and I could make them one week a piece. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that is just like a really nice flexibility that I've given to myself, especially as we move into the winter time. And I know that my mental health struggles a little bit. It's something that I feel like I'm going to be really happy. I did that. And if you're somebody that gets to make your own schedule like that, I would encourage you during the winter season to kind of slow down a little bit. I've also considered just for the winter in general, moving to a one video a week schedule just because, you know, it might just be nice for me to slow down. So we'll see. I haven't felt the need to pull the trigger on that yet, but I might. I might in the coming months. We'll see what happens. But I just feel like adjusting your work schedule, it makes sense. I also feel like seasonally speaking, even if you think about how our ancestors lived, they weren't out plowing the fields in the winter. They were trying to live off of their storage for the winter. They weren't out doing as hard of work. They were staying cozier and doing less. And so I feel like it's normal that we as humans, as part of this ecosystem would feel that way. We would also want to do less and relax more cozy up more, eat more comforting foods, you know? So that is what I have for you this week on winter wellness. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it didn't feel like it was too soon for the winter vibes, but uh, thank you so much for joining me. Cozy babe. Don't forget to check out all the links down below the blog, the merch, uh, and also of course those sheets. If you want to start meal planning, maybe I'll do like a Patreon video on meal planning or something. If anybody cares about that, uh, anyways, I love you so much and don't forget to stay cozy.